I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. One, two, clink. Cheers. Cheers. People whisper, oh my god, look at the grease running down my hand. Ooh. <laughs> I've not used it yet. Oh, I saw it in the sink. Oh, because it was new and it was dusty. Oh. So it I was, just wanted to wash it before I used it. It was dusty? It was just really dusty. That's how I describe people. Dusty? Yeah, I'm dusty looking. <laughs> like men that try to talk, every man tries to talk to me on the street is dusty looking. It's so true. Scrub. Okay. Scrub. Hey, guys. Hey. So we are doing right now and that was the most country british italian <laughs> french accent there's a I've little bit done. of coffee and a little bit of southern like Balcony. i live in a trailer um yeah that's my vibes you know <laughs> cockney and i live in a trailer yes. in texas <laughs> i mean in florida um we're doing a part two to our, our like religious race religious series guys it sounds so funny i feel like it's like a documentary about a cult <laughs> race religious 
Um, but like last episode, we focused more on like ourselves. So this week is more focused on social media stars, people on social media that talk a lot about spirituality, the good, the bad, the dangerous, the hopeful, the everything in between. But before we get into that, time for us to babble for 10 minutes straight about nothing because related. Because we love you. So before we got to sit down, I've been like literally looking forward to talking about this for the whole three minutes that Sydney and I were in our rooms preparing for the episode, just like getting mics and stuff. We were talking, we went to go get pizza after Sydney took her LSATs, which she's done by the way. For now, if I don't take it again, ah. Uh, uh, we were talking about our kids and like what sports they're going to play and like... We, we don't have kids in the moment, just oh, yeah. to make that clear. Oh, yeah. We don't have kids. We're not. Not for, like, another 10 years. Uh, yeah, literally. <laughs> we're really young. But we were talking about, like, our future kids and, like, what they're going to look like and what sports they're going to play and what subjects they're going to be as smart as that in school and, like, what their professions are going to be. And I think part of me is, like, um, not excited to have kids because I feel like the post-mortem. What? Post-mortem? Post-mortem? Post-mortem. I get the word right first. I just don't want the kids. I don't want them to break my vagina open. Yeah. Like, sometimes I will, like, take a shit, and I'll be like, bro, I know it's a different hole, but if I can't take this, I cannot take a 10-pound football baby coming out of my vagina. Yeah, especially if you want your kid to – Sydney wants her kid to either play baseball or football. Because they want them to pay for my retirement home. I guess they could be, like, smart or whatever, too. We'll work on that. But then i got to pay for the school. Ugh. Okay, I want them to be good at a sport like golf or tennis or – Whatever, so I can get a scholarship to go to college and then do really well, not on my dime. Yeah. But um, two things. One, who do you think is going to have kids first, me or you? You. Don't say that. Don't wish that upon me. Sorry. <laughs> See, I want yours to go first so it can be like a little like experiment. And then <laughs> whatever doesn't go well with that one, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, and also there's going to be this grace period where I don't want to be a mom, so I'll just give my baby Yeah, that's so I'm like, awful. come here, Auntie Sydney. Auntie Sydney. Ew, it's going to be Sydney. You know what? We can have kids at the same time. Because we have we can to. go through it together. Yeah. We can like, be bitches together. Go. We can have morning sickness together. It'll be fun and funky. Um, well, the thing is, I feel like your kids can either go one or one or two ways. Okay. It's going to be a perfect child, like annoyingly perfect, that has like his pigtail, her pigtail's always done and like curly blonde hair and is always smiling and dressed like an Instagram model or your kid's gonna be so bad like red Gatorade bad I feel like there's gonna be no, no in between no I'm gonna kill myself my kid's gonna be ratchet I can already tell I feel like with Eric as a dad Eric's my boyfriend guys name reveal eh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> with Eric as a dad he's so like calm and like put together he won't let our kid be red Gatorade I feel like it was if it was just up to me and like we got divorced and I got custody of the kid it'd be red Gatorade kid. I feel like red Gatorade comes from within <laughs> no, like it's it, it manifests itself. It comes from camp. That's where it comes from. True. Red Gatorade, right? Like Cole's turning into Red Gatorade. Not right. really, because he's like smart. But Red Gatorade says that he's annoying. Oh my god. But I don't. I think y'all are gonna have kids first. Like the thing is, I think we. I okay. Well, this for me. Okay. I think I've already met the person I'm gonna marry. I don't know who that person is. I think I've met them though. So I feel like the trajectory is shorter in that sense because I feel like I've like have that going but also like no because if I go to law school that pushes all my timeline back three years yeah. in terms of like getting engaged moving in married kids etc yeah because do you feel like since you're going to be in school for a little bit longer that like you're going to feel you're going to feel like younger because you're still in school does that make sense or do you feel like, not really like that? not really because I know that like 
when I come out of school and get my first job, I'm going to be on the same level as people who graduated and worked their way to that level, if, if I do law school. But, if, I mean, that was so conceited what I just said, but whatever. No, it wasn't. That's, um, it's just true, because when you go true. to school longer, you get better pay when you get an entry-level job. Yeah. Because entry-level at that point is, like, you've gotten, like, one or two promotions already. Yeah. So, not really in that sense, but I do want to be engaged second or third year of law school. Yeah. Which is very... Isn't it weird how soon it is? Like, I have friends who I've been talking about with, like, from my high school. I grew up with my entire life who are, like, picking out rings and, like, thinking about getting engaged. Well, not getting, like, they're going to get engaged, like, within the next, like, six months. Yeah. And that freaks me out because, like, oh, what am I doing? I don't know. It's weird. It's all crazy because, like, I want to... I know I want to at least live with someone for, like two years before getting engaged but sometimes it doesn't always work out like that but like that's to me it's very how do you know whether or not you're marriage compatible if you haven't like lived together 24 7 for at least 365 days that's not even a lot yeah that's not even a lot of years for me yeah yeah it's gonna be crazy um another sidebar cindy and i are going to la and vegas tomorrow our flight leaves tomorrow because right now it's August 15th that we're filming this. Yeah. I'm- yeah. Um, right now when we're recording this, it's August 15th. So we are flying out tomorrow on Monday at 4 p.m. to go to L.A. to visit Cindy and her family. And then we're going to go to Vegas for my, like, postponed, postponed birthday. Because I was going to have my birthday way earlier, but COVID hit. So now I'm having it now. Um, and we're going to go and stay at a very nice hotel and have the best time. And we're staying for, like, two nights. And it's going to be really fun. Vacation. And we're going to vlog everything, even though no one asked us to. We're going to. We need need to get it back on our TikTok. Yeah, we do. I'll do some. Vacation. All all the cute. You know. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I am so ugly and homely. Achoo. Now I'm. Yeah, that exact TikTok. Yeah. Oopsie. Speaking of spirituality and girl defined. Well, technically it kind of does transition because. Uh, we'll lead Jesus, but also in terms of like kids and stuff, are you gonna raise your kids to be religious? No, no, Mm-mm. I'll raise them to be spiritual and I'll raise them to like, um, I'll raise them to be open to the possibility of like there's something bigger out there and a force that's like driving us all. There is such a thing as fate, some things are out of your control and like in the control of like this bigger picture. Um, I will obviously introduce the concept of God and be like, I believe in God. Your dad believes in God. Um, you know, and like, I'll, I'll kind of like bring them up that way. But then when they get older to actually understand, I'll, you know, then I'll actually start to be like, what do you believe in? What do you think? You know? Yeah. I think I'm going to like give them the guidance, let them make the choice. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know, the people I tend today or like have dated in the past have not been religious. I think that's like a lot of guys aren't right. I don't know. So I'm assuming that that trajectory is going to be the same. So yeah, I'm let them have like the choice. I'm not going to force it on anyone. But then it's kind of like, is it weird to get married in a church if you're not religious? I kind of want to get married in an Italian villa though, so it doesn't really matter. I don't think I'm going to get married in a church. I've I have a lot of beef with the church. Interesting. That's what I know. Everybody always thinks that there's some kind of like higher level to getting married in a church, which I understand. It's I don't think it's like an elitist thing. Maybe it is. I don't know. But I I feel like a lot of uh, a millennial and like boomer people want like their offspring slash like younger people to get married in the church. I feel like they yeah. need some like rite of passage. I feel like it's like 
them having some hold or like some control over what happens because like i think just because like our generation's just so different that like that little bit of tradition for them is enough to be like okay you know like things are going too wild too crazy hashtag I don't know. As you can tell, guys, uh, we're doing. You're more brain dead than I am right now. I, I know, just came I after like a four hour exam. I'm I so dead. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. So, okay, so let's go back to the topic because we're digressing for usual. And then we're good. But if you don't know who Girl Defined is, because we've referenced it like 80 times in this episode, um, it is these two girls, Kristen and Bethany. Uh, They are sisters, quote, lifelong friends, and the founders of Girl Defined Ministries. They're from Texas. I'm going to just leave that there. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. They're passionate about God's beautiful design for womanhood and love sharing this message through blogging, speaking, and mentioning young women. They have a web women. They have um, books out, a website, YouTube channel. They speak at events. Their YouTube channel, I think, is like probably the most popular way to like get through to their audience or people who tend to make fun of them, i.e. like Cody Ko. And they talk about mostly women in accordance with men right wouldn't you say that like they don't talk about women as kind of like a singular entity they kind of say like cover up for men or like here's the kind of men you shouldn't date or like don't make a u-turn in the middle of a street to go to a restaurant where you know the guy you like is sitting in like you know they they tend to talk about a lot of their um like women design to them is a lot in like the eye of the man which if you believe that okay but that's just like what we're talking about. That's how I described the way it was portrayed at my school, like yeah. through Bible studies, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, 
if you haven't seen the Cody Co. and <laughs> what's the other guy's name? Neil? Noel. Noel. I'm gonna, okay, I'm going to say a hot take. I do not think Cody Co. is funny at all. I think Noel's the only funny one. Noel carried that shit. He so literally sorry. carries that. So I don't know why all the girls are going Cody Co. He also isn't that cute, but whatever. But Noel, Noel, whatever his name is, I think he's so fucking funny. But they have a video of like them reacting to the That's Gold cringe, Defined. it's called. Yeah. That's cringe. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend showed me it like years ago. I thought it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. But basically, my issue with Girl Defined is that they obviously have a very big platform and they are appealing to like young, impressionable women under the guise of religion. But, and people may have a different opinion on this, this is how I view it is that it's teaching women that they have one purpose. Obviously, not like one purpose isn't like God's purpose, but like one purpose is like you have to present yourself a certain way. In society. Yeah, to appease men. But it's also like trying to teach women that they, can, they need to be like molded or confined or constrained and have to act a certain way. Like, it was so stupid. They have a fucking video that was like, um, I used to be so bad about men. Like one time, I saw a guy liked, and I made a literal U-turn. Like they literally paused. Like guys, a U-turn in the road to go see him. And the girl sister was like, "Oh my god, you're literally crazy." Like it's okay to have a crush on a guy. Like calm yeah. down. Teaching girls that they're crazy for having natural feelings is what pisses me off. Also, teaching girls that it's o- that it's not okay to be horny is really, yeah. really I'm bad. Horny, though. It's a U-turn. No, but like, not even. Rude. No, I know. Like that's not even like being horny. Yeah. Like if you even think like, oh, you know, obviously like sexuality shouldn't be like not pushed or like pushed on like younger women. Like I obviously because that's I don't know pedophilia. But like when you kind of like reference a young woman in that context, like exactly what Sydney was just saying, it um it not only like forbids them to be sexualized. It, in the same process, it like over sexualizes young women. I think that's just so creepy. Like being like, if you're 15 years old and you have feelings about a guy in the shower, you're crazy. Like I just think that that's so not right at like, all. Even though like guys, like I thought about guys way too much. Like I had two crushes in sixth grade. Like that's oh something God. that's natural. Stop shaming girls for having natural feelings. Yeah. And also like their whole videos about like how to dress like a modest girl. Like. If I show my knees, the earth will not come to an end. Like, the earth, society, will be okay if they see my collarbones. It will not kill anyone. So, like, girls should be able to dress at hat as they want to, how they want to, date who they want to, think about guys, or whoever, as much as they want to. Like, stop teaching girls that they can't be themselves or have natural feelings because it's improper or immoral. Like, calm down. You're literally weird for that. Yeah, also, so their weird. makeup pisses me off, number one. And number two, one of them is married to a guy who was in, like, conversion therapy. He, like, was gay, and now he's not. And they made a video about it and just felt very, very wrong to me. And speaking of social media stars who went through conversion therapy, that's a whole other thing about religion that I do not fuck with because mm-hmm. it's so prevalent in so many places that people don't talk well, con- about Conversion it therapy about. in general? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's legal in pretty sure almost all 50 states. Yeah. But, um, but there are still now that kind of, like, it doesn't piss me off that it's illegal, but what does piss me off about no, it, it's legal. Oh, it's legal, it's legal in all fifty states. Not all fifty states, but almost. Okay, I was gonna say like it's so um, like society shamed in some states, but like in the states that it's even like illegal, they try to like there are still like conversion camps. They're just not called conversion camps up front. You know what I mean? Because it's like they like put under the guise as like oh it's Christian camp. Or same thing they do with quote unquote fat camp. camp. We're like this in 18, we're like, oh, we're just gonna have fun and exercise, but like, no, it's shaming you to hate your body, you know? Mm-hmm. Same thing with what they do with like conversion camps, in quotes. Yeah. But, um, okay, there's 20 states now 
that have banned reverse therapy, but only for minors. But so okay. Speaking mm-hmm. of like a very big, I don't know if you were into like Tumblr slash Vine, like early, early. I was so into it early. You know, Lil Anthony. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So like Lil Anthony, I think he was very very big on like YouTube Vine, Tumblr, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like early mid two thousand tens. I don't know. But um, that sounds right. Yeah, like twenty. Like twenty like eleven or twelve. Yeah. yeah. Like when we were younger, and um he was very open about who he was and like being like a very popular gay figure like I think he did a lot for so many people were like um being gay was still like very very looked down upon in society like he helped some people like come to terms with who they were by being so like positively and like outwardly himself and he disappeared for like five years and like people were always like where the fuck, where the fuck did little Anthony go you know whatever and then all of a sudden like a couple years ago he pops back up on like Instagram YouTube etc looks completely different and it's like I am no longer gay he's like I found Jesus I'm no longer gay it's a sin it's disgusting and now I'm like dedicating my life to like spreading the word of God and like telling people like that it's wrong and like obviously I have no idea what happened to him it's giving confusion it's giving suspicion it's giving what happened to him during those two years but um that's just scary to me though because like again it's under the guise of religion but there's so many he saw so many followers and there's some people who like looked up to him in that way obviously he's entitled to do whatever he wants with his own like sexuality but like oh you're editing this you take out those yeah, things yeah. yeah i just made a note okay. cool. so it's i just find it scary for someone with that big of a platform to be pushing the idea of like conversion onto people yeah and so he has a where, huge like, platform thing, huge platform it's just scary because like he was such a like bright positive figure for so many people to mm-hmm. sound to now hear him say like oh that was all wrong it's poison etc like that's scary for people you know it's also really confusing because sexuality is such a vulnerable thing so i understand like when you say like x y and z is wrong blatantly objectively that's like one thing so like stealing from a store like that's wrong you know what i mean yeah. um but when you with such a big platform tell someone that someone in their most vulnerable state like in their entire lives they're like doing it wrong in a very very big way we're like a very big portion in our society like are part of the lgbtq plus community like when you're telling an entire community that like their way of living is wrong not even their way of living their way of like sexual their their like sexual expression like is wrong or not even because sometimes it's even part of like their regular identity it's like just a wrong way of living your life that's so dangerous and kind of like toxic yeah just like Britney Spears I think there needs to be a perfect medium where like obviously anyone who has like any kind of belief should be able to talk about it freely and openly mm-hmm. I just feel like we just need to be careful of like how things impact people because like mm-hmm. obviously I follow a lot of Christian accounts on Instagram like quote accounts things like that and it obviously does help me like seeing stuff because it's like a manifestation whatever you call it and like obviously spirituality for me is very important it's like helps me relationships and friendships and work and school whatever like Bridget for example she's really yeah. spiritual and like, like some of the quotes that she puts on her exactly yeah. cause like she uh, Bridget we talk about her little episode we're obsessed with her yeah sorry Bridget we're literally not stalkers and she is very I want to have her on the show so that we talk about it but no. she's very open about her spirituality and like she just released like an age reveal where she's like she's 38 and she hasn't been married or had kids but like she said that being religious and like just finding faith has like helped her so much and like I feel like even if you aren't Christian, like, just having someone able to, like, tell you it's okay to, like, be a certain age and not have a certain kind of lifestyle or a certain life or a certain plan for yourself, I feel like that is helpful. So I feel like there's a way to do it without, like, I think it should be okay to be spiritual, and it should be okay to not be spiritual. 
as long as it's a respectful thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, my stepmom's an example of that. Because, like, obviously my dad's Roman Catholic. I grew up Baptist and Catholic. And I'm non-dominational now. Because, like, I did go to a church in Jacksonville that was non-dominational. Like, you could wear jeans and sweatpants to the church. They were openly something of gay people, accepting of whatever religion. You don't have to be Christian to go through it. A lot of people knew that they were Jewish or a Muslim. Just went for, like, the whole idea. Because they taught more principles than, like, you need to believe this, this, and this, or you're going to hell. You know? Mm-hmm. So, like, and they did very, like, Hillsong music type shit. So I really <laughs> liked that church. But, like, my stepmom, what she did was she didn't really, like, she grew up with, like, a very, like, hippie, hippie, dippy family where, like, she'd do whatever hell she wants, you know? So they didn't push religion on her, but she, like, did it herself, which I've done also, but, like, studied other religions. Like, I took a bunch of world religion courses. But she studied, like, Buddhism. She studied Jainism. She studied Christian. Like, she went to church for a while. She was Muslim for a while. Like, did hijab and everything. And for her, it was more of an experience of understanding not only a culture, but, like, tenements of faith. She was, like, obviously, there has to be something in common with all these faiths. Maybe that's what I believe is true, you know? So she stayed all those from the last, like, 10 years or whatever, and now she has, like, her own idea of, like, spirituality and faith, which I think is cool as That's well. really cool. Yeah. But, yeah. like Especially I, that leaves, a, like, no room for hypocrisy because mm-hmm. you've, like, experienced so many religions and lifestyles. Exactly. So she doesn't confine herself to anything. She's more of, like, I believe in the principle of faith or, like, the tenement of, like, respect or stuff like that, you know? So I think mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. I think, I think religions are fascinating, though. Like, I've done a lot, studied a lot of them in school, and I think it... I took like eighty world religions classes, and they're all like insane. Because at the core of it all, I firmly believe is love in every single book and every single scripture. It's just love, love, love. But a lot of people misinterpret that to cause harm on others or to push stereotypes. And furthering, because like obviously, Cindy and I are women, so we're gonna like talk about the the female experience with religion. But I also do want to mention that like. And disclaimer, I did hear about this from like the Cody Co video, but I, I did end up watching the whole Girl Defined video. They like do this whole thing where they talk about like the different types of guys you should watch out for oh yeah mr struggle yeah and one of them <laughs> mr so struggle funny. and like it's like it is like tv funny like it is it was hilarious like watching it and then like you know watching it on like a, the parody you know yeah. cody co video and noel was just like being like mr i'm mr struggle. it was, like, most, it was like, hilarious what? like i was like what the fuck but when you say stuff like that and when you're like you shouldn't date a guy if he has like mental health issues or if he's like struggling with any single thing in his life whatsoever that's like big like when you're saying that like a man should be like this really strong figure all of the time objectively like this one certain way that's so toxic like not only to women to like kind of expect that but like that kind of paints men as like not real people and just kind of like this strong like lion figure and like this is not the case it's so harmful and just kill them because they were like if he's not perfect dump him yeah they're like number one Jesus comes to the person that's like yeah and you and then- that's not it dump him Mr. Struggle ill literally if he's not perfect he's gonna have a house a beautiful family you're not for he's not beautiful tall rich handsome and Jesus-y Mr. Struggle and they literally shuddered they went ill <laughs> I was like bro it's I'm so dead they're like the movie needs to be like perfect and rich and handsome and I was like bruh but if please what was the name of that video does the girl Which defined one? one the girl that defined one, one is literally a like hold on I'm the different types guys, of men hold on I'm gonna go find them give, give I'm saying. begging you guys to go watch it it's and also the one about them being crazy about guys in middle school because mm, it, it, oh. it scares me that people like take this as like face value and think that it's not okay to have a crush on people I mean, if you believe in girl defined, it's obviously you're entitled to your opinion. Like, I'm not disrespecting that. Just from personal experience, I was like, what? So on their blog, on their website, it's six guys you definitely don't want to marry. Um, and then on their YouTube, I will find it. 
if you want to find um, the Cody Co parody, just look up Cody Co That's Cringe Girl Defined Edition. They have like five parts to it. It's literally the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, oh yeah, I saw their like new video how they were like, don't you can't wear jeans. That's like like don't show your thighs ever when you're wearing jeans, or else like like gives the wrong idea. And I was like, like the outside of me was like, that's literally disgusting. But um, bruh, jeans is my considered my like uh, conservative side. Yeah, like when I want to look a little bit. Okay, so I can't find the video, but I think just maybe look up like girl to find six guys you definitely don't want to marry. So like it's Mr. Talk, Mr. Anger, Mr. Struggle, Mr. Obsessed. Like the blog says it all. Mr. Obsessed, Mr. Pressure, Mr. Unsaved. Like if you look up girl to find on YouTube, the first video that comes up is, is masturbation and unforgivable sin. That's such an issue for me personally. And they have like conferences and stuff, and it's just very scary. Like, yeah. conferences in this fact they can sell out like a stadium. Like, that's scary to me. Mm hmm. Oh my God. That, the, the first That's Cringe video was in 2018. How, like, that's like long ago, kind of. I'm just confused as to how they have a conference. Seven Habits of a Strong and Courageous Girl. Like, that's another. Okay, so I think the reason why Cindy and I are so upset about this personally is because, like, this whole podcast yeah I said it again this whole podcast is us trying to like break down the barriers of what a woman should be like act like look like dress like whatever and I feel like (laughs) girl defined is such a way of placing women in in an overall cat because we're out here being like I hate being put in a box by men but like sometimes it's not even men like sometimes it's these kind of women and that really like makes me upset because, like, a woman doesn't look like one thing. Like, all women, just because you're Christian and you're a woman, it doesn't mean that you have to have these seven habits of a strong and courageous girl because these two girls from Christian Girls Defined Minories, Min Ministry says so. It's just, like, the most annoying thing to me. I don't know. I don't know. Hello, everybody. I hope this is coming out okay. Right now, Sydney and I are in the Las Vegas airport. We are going to make some amazing content on YouTube for you guys to keep an eye out for that. So I'm sorry if it's a little bit loud. I hope you can hear me. But stay tuned for some really important information. Uh, If you want to keep listening to us, you can indeed do so on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and iHeart or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can also watch us on YouTube and TikTok and Instagram at Crying in Public Podcast. Same username for everything. And we love you guys so much. We would also like to apologize for the lack of content recently episode wise it's been really hectic we're gonna get back on our game soon we have not forgotten we love you guys so much and i'll see you soon bye bye from bbc radio 4 britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip i thought in that moment oh my god we've summoned something from this board this is uncanny usa He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, 
We've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.